0: Want to stream Cognitive Dissonance to your Android or iPhone? Buy the app. Go to DissonancePod.com and click on the link on the right-hand side of the page. Each purchase helps support the show. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason.
2: A long black
3: cock. A long black cock. A long black cock. A long black cock. A long cock. A long cock. A long black cock.
4: The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council.
2: Is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical. It's political. And there is no welcome, Matt. This This is episode 139 of Cognitive Dissonance. And I, for one, am exhausted from the 24-hour podcast-a-thon. Now, we didn't participate in it. But just being
4: aware of it. Right, just knowing that someone stayed up 24 straight hours makes me fucking so tired.
2: When I heard this morning, after sleeping all night about that yeah, again yeah. you know because i just i was just like man i need another nap let's yeah. just fucking
4: after i woke up from my nap yesterday night at around 8 <laughs> and i just i mean i just stayed in bed and kind of checked the tweets that they had and then i fell back asleep until this morning and then i sort of woke up to the smell of bacon and i was like what is happening with the thing and then i ate some bacon and fell back asleep and now we're recording so there I mean, it's really just sort of like a series of sleeps. I don't know how they did it.
2: I I'm shocked that they made it through, but I'm impressed that they made it through, Cecil, because I certainly did not make it through.
4: You know, they raised, uh, and and now that it's not technically over yet because they're still doing the thing. And
2: so, 24 hours goes like a whole day, right? It does. Like, it's like it's yeah, like okay. it's like
4: 24 consecutive hours. So, I gotcha.
2: Um, but as it stands
4: right now. Uh, they currently, and I gotta double check this, but I think they're almost at sixteen hundred dollars. They're almost at sixteen hundred dollars, and that money goes directly to Foundation Beyond Belief. And I know, I know that the podcast a thon is not the only time that they're gonna be running this. It's gonna this money is gonna continue from you know, they're gonna basically be giving all that money to Foundation Beyond Belief through February twenty third. So um, although I don't know. I think this show is going to come out on the 24th. So you would have to go back in time somehow to give money to them.
2: That's all right. That's our listeners are fucking resourceful. people. If
4: you donate enough, they you can get a that. flux capacitor. So <laughs> it's like it's like, you know, like you get a tote bag
2: from, you know,
4: like but the fucking, best part
2: is like you. You can't donate. <laughs> Like if you heard about it, it's already in the past Then <laughs> you get the flux. I'm just it's this is why time machine movies are fraught with it's paradoxes. It's like that one
4: movie with the what's that movie that has all the like that weird flow chart. I haven't seen it. It's on Netflix oh, or whatever. Uh,
2: fuck. It's really good, too. I know which one you're talking about. Like we're even reading the wiki kind of like yeah, blows like I, your fucking people mind. People were like,
4: oh, yeah, check out this wiki. And I looked at it, I was like, that's not a thing I can understand. And it's the way the flow chart works is just crazy. But it's a time movie Right. I can't remember the I fucking name time of it. I think it's called Time Movie. It's Time Movie. I th- that's what uh, I'm no, calling
2: Primer. it. No, Primer. It's called Primer. Primer the Time Movie. Yes. That's what it is. Yes. yes. It's called Primer. They made the movie. I remember that. Like I saw it. It's a good movie. They made it on a budget of like $7. Like They made it on like no budget. Kind it's like,
4: of like a secular FM budget, really. Exactly. Come right down to
2: it. It's actually about seven times our budget. <laughs> so, Cecil, so I guess this would be a good segue into discussing our new uh, fundraising venture. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so we are now hooked up with Patreon, um, and we want to thank people. We, we started it last week, um, and we had a, a, a good response to our Patreon uh, fundraising effort. The fundraising, in this case, is for us. We are raising well, yeah, funds yeah. that we need for us to defer the cost um, of the show, really, right? Exactly. It's you know, like it's not unfortunately free to do the show, um, and we're we're trying to do some things with the show too that that will help improve our sound and improve our ability to to continue doing the show going forward, even as our lives continue to evolve and change. Um, so we want to thank everybody who donated to us through Patreon. Uh, we really genuinely appreciate it. Patreon's an interesting donation system because it allows you to pledge a dollar amount, you know, like a dollar a show or whatever you're comfortable with. Um, And then every time we put out a show, it just automatically takes that dollar from you and gives it to us. So if we stop doing the show, you don't continue to pay. It's not a monthly service. It's every time we produce content, we get a little bit of a bump for producing the content. So what I suggested to Cecil that we do is we... Put out each week's show in 135 discrete pieces.
4: (laughs) One minute, one minute podcasts. Right? It's like each one is a one minute podcast, and you've got to put the intro in and the outro. So it's like a, you know, so each one is. I mean, you're really getting a bonus there. It's it's you're getting about seven minutes of podcast, which is really just about one minute of podcasting. But uh, no, it's it's actually a great way to uh, to make sure that you know the podcast. Funds uh, come in, and we can continue doing it, and we want to thank everybody who's doing it. We're going to read your names at the end of the show, all the people who've uh, joined up. Uh, if you want to do it, you can go to patreon.com forward slash dissonance pod, and you can donate on a monthly uh, on, a, on, a, on a monthly basis, too. I'm told I haven't gone through yet and taken a look how the actual donations work, but I was assured that you could, if you wanted to, donate on a monthly basis, or you could donate on a, uh, on a, a single per podcast basis. And if you have, like, a limit... A limit amount in your mind. You're thinking, yeah, your show isn't worth more than four bucks a year, dude. That's cool. Just you know, set it up for four dollars, have it hit once, and then cancel. You know, that's real right. easy. You know, you don't have to worry about it set up at all. You could just cancel it at any time. So if you you know you ever stop liking the podcast, which a lot of people turn out turns out a lot of people do that, uh, <laughs> and you know, all you have to do is just you know hit cancel, and you don't have to listen. You don't have to pay us anymore. Uh, but we want to thank everybody who's done it, and it, and it's really uh it really is a great thing.
3: Uh, to help uh, defer some of the costs. I have no problem attending happy weddings. Okay, if there is a gay wedding and everybody's gay, everybody's happy. I have no problem with people attending a happy wedding, okay? But I'm not real big on attending neuronic weddings. So I just, I draw a distinction between gay weddings and neuronic weddings. People say, well, "What's a neuronic wedding? neuronic wedding is what Nero came up with when he said, hey, let's do same-sex weddings. Okay, that came from Nero. It was the, he's the namesake for this kind of abomination. <laughs> it's very popular today. Outrageously popular. It's, uh, it's mind-boggling how popular it is. Now, Dave... However, I have made an exception. I think you can attend a wedding if you hold up a sign that reads Leviticus 2013. But I, think, I think that would be appropriate. I think that would be appropriate. Yeah, that you could attend a wedding and hold up the sign Leviticus 2013. And, you know, word for word, a man sleeps with a man as he sleeps with a woman, the two of them have committed abomination, they shall both be put to death. I mean, you could, you could attend a wedding and hold up that sign. So if you get an invitation to a homosexual wedding, and I guess, Dave, it comes down to it. if you bake a cake for a homosexual wedding, you could put Leviticus 2013 on the cake.
2: So, Cecil, the first story I want to go over is from thinkprogress.org, uh, which has flooded my computer with a pop-up. Oh, no kidding, Tea party right? senators. Oh, fuck, think shit, man. Jesus, it makes me man. Crazy. It's
4: like all over. Like, I get shit coming up from the right. I got shit coming up from the top.
2: It's like, have you seen this <laughs> pop-up? Yeah, I fucking saw yes that. Lord. Can I be on top of your screen? No. Fucking yeah. let me read the story. Uh, Tea Party senators introduce You're not married anymore, Bill To nullify same-sex marriages um, You know, the intention of this uh, Lousy, shithead, Bill yeah. um, Was was really Once the federal government said Alright, we're going to get rid of DOMA We're going to get rid of the Defense of Marriage Act um, Which basically said, you know, like That the federal government isn't going to Make other states um, uh, Recognize marriages That took place in other states so In other words, right, cross-border right. Marriages like if you yeah. get married in Illinois, which is thankfully now coming close to fruition. So if you get married in Illinois, and no, then they you did. Drive... They
4: just people in Cook County just recently got their marriage license.
2: Did they really? Because yeah. I was listening to something on NPR where a lot of the collar counties were
4: having a hard time. Uh, Cook County was. I I did see something specifically from Cook County this week
2: on my Facebook feed. So that's great. News. So Chicago
4: yeah. has right. some, but right.
2: Good. That's good because I know. Like I said, I, I I know the collar counties like the. They interviewed this woman from McHenry County. She was like the McHenry County clerk. And she's like, yeah, you know, and even if we have to do it, I just don't have the right forms yet. Oh, gosh. Like, well, that's why you're in fucking McHenry County. Oh, you man. know, fucking asshole. And is that, a, is that a convenient excuse,
4: right? I mean, it's like, I just don't have the right forms yet. Like, yeah, sure you don't. Fucking banjo playing hillbilly. You right. Fucking, I- yeah, you know, like this is not a this is not an era in which you can fucking make that claim. When I can send you a PDF instantaneously and you have a printer, you don't get to say, I don't have the forms yet. Bullshit. You don't want the fucking forms yet. That's the fucking key. You want to be like, oh, I haven't checked my email with all the
2: forms yet. What I thought, like my first thought was like, why would the forms be any different? Like, like, I don't yeah. think I don't think the forms say like what your genitals look like, like draw a picture of your genitals. We need to compare them before <laughs> yeah, like, you get you married. To, like,
4: you have to like have like a like a lineup where everybody just whips it out and you take like a <laughs> photo of it or something. I don't even know
2: what. Yeah, right. What the fuck do you have to do? Do you have to? I mean, they should really. I mean, it seems like it would be easy. They just have they don't have to have a separate form for, you know, homosexuals to get married. All they need really now is just one form. Individual A and individual B. Like, these two people are fucking getting married. Like, There's maybe if the no form way. says husband and wife.
4: Yeah, I mean, I guess. But, it, you know, like, why would it say that? Why wouldn't it just be like, this is a party and this is a party? Because it's like a fucking contract. You know what I mean? Like, I it's not right. It's not a thing where it's like, you know, in this person in the Lord is going to take. No, it's a fucking contract. It's like, this person married this person. Why do you need to? And just fucking cross out wife. You know what I, I mean?
2: Like, just be like, uh, uh, no, it's fucking done. And spouse works fucking both ways. So. Well, that's, that's what I mean. It's like unless the form is gender specific in some way, which I guess I can see them making the form gender specific. That strikes me as, you know, because there were certain assumptions when those forms were created that, you know, no longer yeah, are the or case. Recreated. Right. 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 So but it, it, it honestly strikes me as a fucking 15 minute job. To do and then just make it statewide applicable. I mean, you could bang this out in the course of 15 minutes with fucking, you know, control, find, replace. Yeah. I mean, fucking you could do it with a free program like open office. I know. Like, you you
4: don't even need word. You don't even need word. You could open it up in a goddamn text document and be like, okay, here we go. I'm going to just delete this little part and do this. I'm going to hit control P. And we're going to print this fucker off and I'm sending it to Kinko's. You know, what I mean, the, the, the idea is, is that is that people just don't want to see this happen. And I want to read what Cruz right. says here, because I think this is really important and it shows you where your politicians are. Right. This is this is this is the, the way in which to tell, you know, where people are at in government and how they're deciding your future. Not just imminent, not my future because I'm not gay, but I'm a gay ally, so I get to decide. You know, hey man, this is this is part of the country I live in. This is a this is a culture I want to keep going, and this is what he says: I support traditional marriage. Under President Obama, the federal government has tried to redefine marriage and to undermine the constitutional authority of each state to define marriage consistent with the values of its citizens. Fuck you, values of it. Did you fucking pull all the values of the citizens? The Obama administration should be should not be trying to force gay marriage in all fifty states. Nobody's saying you have to be gay married. That doesn't even make any sense. It's just like, oh, I, I got to be gay married. Sarah, sorry, we got to get a fucking divorce. I got to marry someone else, <laughs> and it has to be a dude. <laughs> We should respect the states and the definition of marriage should be left to democratically elected legislators not dictated from Washington. This bill will safeguard the ability of states to preserve traditional marriage from its residents. No, this bill will take away marriages that have been created in other states.
2: Right. Yeah, so, you know, and and people will ask, well, you know, why should it matter you got married in another – well, like people get transferred for work. Right. You know, people have – you know f- they have reasons to move to other parts of the country. It's a big goddamn place, and the idea that because you crossed some fictitious, imaginary political border, which the Mississippi, I mean, you crossed the fucking Mississippi, right. You
4: know what right. I mean? He's It's like, like, oh great, I went over a fucking body of water, and now I'm not married. What am I, a fucking vampire?
2: it's like mm -mm, south of the mason dixon line y'all ain't married down here like fuck you what are you talking horsemen or something like you can't cross the bridge ichabod crane what the fuck (laughs) so i i love that this bill exists because this bill is going to do nothing like there's no it's it's a it's an obviously unconstitutional bill a state cannot make a law that like, a state cannot make a law that holds, like, the federal government hostage. That's yeah. not how that works. You can't put, You
4: can't make your state say segregation is legal here. Right. You know, you can't just be like, oh, yeah, well, you know, all the rest of the, the country can't do it. But, you know, down here in Mississippi, we're, yeah. we, still, we still hate our blacks. You can't do that. You'd be nope. like, fucking, suddenly the National Guard is up your ass. So yeah. the idea that you can be like, oh, well, we're just going to fucking make sure all these marriages are illegal is just as fucking ludicrous.
2: I think we got off the track when we allowed our government to become
0: a secular government. Uh, when we stopped realizing that God created this nation, that he wrote the Constitution, that it's based on biblical principles,
2: and and um, and, and we allowed those that don't believe in those things to, to p- keep pushing us, pushing us, and pushing us away from, from uh, the government. So this story comes from the Progressive Secular Humanist blog, Um, which can be found on the patheos.com site. Tom DeLay, former House Majority Leader, says God wrote the Constitution. Uh, Well done, Tom DeLay. He says, I think we got off the track. The track, the definite article, the track, the defined track. I think we got off the track when we allowed our government to become a secular government, DeLay explained, when we stopped realizing that God created the nation, that he wrote the Constitution. That it's based on biblical principles, said a man who's clearly never taken a history course. Okay, I just have a quick way to see if this is true.
4: If God wrote the Constitution, wouldn't it say you the people instead of we the right? people? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, 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 unless That's God was awesome. a fucking, like like, a citizen. Wouldn't it be like... You, the people of the United States of America, you know what I mean? Like, wouldn't it say that instead? I got so tired. I, you know how many of these I have to write? <laughs> I have to write each one. It's a lot of work, and I have to use one of those quill pens. <laughs> that, that shit takes time I and effort. I have to go out and hunt the duck, and then I have to catch the <laughs> duck. I got to make the quill. It's a lot of work
2: crush the ash into the thing with the make the ink it takes this shit takes time and i gotta think up a different constitution for every country for no reason and you i know can't how, just come you up know with how one that
4: smears do you know
2: how it smears yeah you, you know <laughs> i didn't invent white out yet what if i make a mistake
4: no if you read the bible and all the slavery in it he he invented white out let me
2: actually it'd be parchment out yeah. it'd be like yellow out <laughs> <laughs> yellowish.
4: It's got a yellowish tinge to it. Yeah, no, it's so funny. It's like oh, he made the co- he wrote the Constitution. I mean, really, this is what we th- this is what we're talking. And I know he's just. I mean, clearly he's just saying that as like a it's a metaphor, right? He's like saying oh well, God is you know basically saying God is entrenched in the Constitution. But you know, you read that beginning part. And, I mean, let me just read it. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. No God, a single God in that at all. Not even, I mean, not even something, Tom, that even... That would even insinuate a God in that.
2: Nothing. No, n- nothing at all. I, I think it's funny when when delay says, I think we got off the track when we allowed our government to become a secular government. It's like So we were off track immediately. Like we were never on the track then. Right. Like it's like it's like it's it, you're off the fucking. It's like the train derailed before you fucking put gas in the engine. Like it just falls over. Like we, we're if, if that's the point. If the point of establishing a secular government is the point that you're going to define as the point when we got off track, then that moment was fucking immediately. Yeah. Like immediately, like at the establishment. That is the point where we got off. We've never been on track. Like, according to Tom DeLay, this government has never been on track.
4: Well, you know, like the thing is, is, is that the people that are getting Tom DeLay elected the people that are paying for a lot of the stuff that he's doing and the people that, you know, they want to make sure that this that their particular brand of of Christianity is represented in government. Those are the people who are pulling Tom DeLay strings. You know, what I mean? oh, those absolutely. are the people who are telling yeah. him, you know, this is the song and dance routine. And Tom DeLay, you know, I'm, I'm sure he believes this stuff, too. But, you know, maybe he believes it to a lesser extent, but it doesn't matter because, you know, these are the people getting him elected and reelected and uh and you know that's the scary thing you know uh i was listening to the secular fm uh the 24 hour podcastathon and they were talking about a person and i don't remember who said it i don't remember who said this but basically the person said the job of being secular right now is to put ourselves out of business meaning if i am secular now what i'm hoping is is that in the future People won't even need to say it. It'll just be an ingrained thought that we won't even think about it. It'll just be right. There's there's never going to be, you know, we talk, we joke about, oh, you know, the the day that we can look on the Internet, the week that we can look on the Internet and find no stories of of the horrors of religion or people pushing religion down someone's throats. This this show is over. This show is done. There's nothing less to talk about. We're done. And, you know, the, the the thing is, is that with, as long as there's this kind of money in the politics that's moving this stuff forward, we're always going to have something to talk about.
2: Yeah, dude, I, I I mean, this show will be done at that point, which is to say it will not be done this generation. Yeah. You know, or next generation. Right. Probably. Right. I, I do hope that it lessens significantly. I think it will. You know? I hope it comes down to a half-hour program. Like, that would be great. Like, every week that we're like, ooh, we're really just kind of running low. That would yeah. be, that's a success. That's a fucking win. This is not that week. Yeah, I mean, 14
4: minutes of talking about farts and then a five-minute Pat Robertson rant, because the guy's never going to die. No, You absolutely know, if we not. can just do that, that's it, That's gold. He'll outlive my fucking kids. Yeah. <laughs> He'll take the organs from
2: your children, right? (laughs) Give me more secular organs. I need more secular organs. Bring me more atheist babies. I need them. (laughs) Ah,
3: Bathing in the blood of the innocents. Can you believe
0: what could be the world's most fearsome, destructive weapon? Obama's third term? Not really. That's what Secretary of State John Kerry is saying about global warming. It's been so hot this winter. Winter. I don't know where Kerry has been spending his time, but uh, maybe he's so wealthy they have a special house that's all uh, has tropical plants in it. So (laughs) he feels like he's in the tropics. But the rest of us, it's been cold as the dickens.
2: Speaking of Pat Robertson, this one comes from Right Wing Watch. Robertson, it's idiocy believe in climate change since it's cold in the winter <laughs> fuck what um he basically said it was cold as the dickens it
4: is cold as the dickens i will yes. admit i
2: now, for you know for those who don't know uh the dickens is a robertson approved measure of coldness yeah it's 37 degree wind chill
4: minus that's, that's what it is fahrenheit right. 37 degree wind chill and it was that cold this winter in chicago so he's allowed to say that.
2: Now, anything anything a little warmer than the 37, but still below zero, is cold as a witch's tit, according yeah, to Robertson. Right,
4: yeah. And a little colder would have been cold as hell, which is totally weird. That's a weird way to say it. Because hell doesn't sound like it'd be cold, but maybe it would. I don't know.
2: It's deceptive. It's yeah. one of those colds that burns when you touch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's still, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like uh, uh,
4: Icy dry hot? ice cold. It's yeah, like
2: yeah, icy hot. Right? It's icy hot. You go, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you go to hell and you're like, you, you're looking around, and you're like, well, this lake of icy hot. I mean, I got to <laughs> oh. tell you, like, it's not great. It's you not great. You only go up to your mid thigh in that lake. You know, yeah. what I mean? no like, kidding. Right. <laughs> you don't want to like go any higher. It. I mean, it burns. I'm not going to lie. The ice hot. With the waves. You're just like, no no, 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 no. It's fucking tide boys. comes in. Tide not comes out of icy hot. Like, but, you know, all my aches and pains are gone. Yeah. So oh, yeah. that's your good. And Joe Namath and- approves. Yeah. And that's the best part. <laughs> Joe Namath. Busting out the Icy Hot commercial. Yeah. yeah. From the 80s. Yeah. I am not a young man. <laughs> Don't make me come over there. I am uh, so
4: old. Uh, this um, Matt Robertson is so awesome because he's talking about specifically that climate change. He's like, oh, these people are so stupid. Climate change isn't happening. Were they around for the entire winter? It was the record cold winter in the, in the United States. Were they even around for it? And you're like, Pat, global climate phenomenon, first, does not it, it only last one winter, right? So, like, number one, your time is a little off. I realize that you're an old man and maybe time is sort of weird for you if you're that old. But a year is certainly not where you can measure climate. That's number one. But number two... Australia had like 125-degree temperatures this year. They were the right. record hottest. And if you take the entire globe, which is what you do with global, global warming. Global climate change. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you actually look to see whether or not it's warming or cooling, and it's stayed exactly the same this entire time. There's also also some speculation that the polar vortex might have been caused by global warming.
2: Shh, shh, stop you know? talking fact talk. Jesus. Stop with the, no, no more fact talking. You know, it is interesting because uh, 2013 tied for the fourth warmest year on record. Yeah. You know, so it's it's like, yeah, all right, winter is still a thing. Like, that's not what climate change means. Like, climate change doesn't just mean, you know, basically means, like, we're going to have overall a trend in this direction, and that is going to mean that we have like droughts and extreme highs and extreme lows and like fucking flooding in one area and it's it's like it's like all the things that aren't good like basically take all the things about weather yeah. that aren't good and magnify them that's pretty much what it means right as we undergo this climate change like oh what do you what do you not like oh i don't like blisteringly hot summers and droughts we're going to have more of that what else don't you like well i don't like Icy cold shit winters that just dump buckets of snow. Yeah, we're gonna have more of that too. We're
4: gonna have it all. You know, you don't We're gonna get have it. more of that. Can we have any 70 degrees? No, no yep. 70 degree days. We go from negative 37 to 106. Those are their two fucking options. And exactly. it does it in one day, and basically a tornado the size of fucking Missouri rips across the <laughs> United States.
2: And hailstones the size of like VW bus. Right, like, exactly. Brah! Yeah, but Pat Robertson's so fucking old. Like you would think that he could look back on this and remember the first winter and compare yeah. notes. <laughs> I want to cut him in half and count his rings. You know what <laughs> <I mean>? like- <laughs> he does say that uh, environmental advocates um, are yeah. using climate change as a guise in order to introduce socialism and take over all of the plants and the manufacturing of the world. When I first yeah. read that, I thought. He was referring not to manufacturing plants, but, like, then environmentalists are right. just going to take over They're all take the, over the plants. plants. Yeah, no, They're the plants,
4: have, the actual, like, right. like chlorophyll-filled yes.
2: things. And I thought, like, has Pat Robertson been playing plants versus zombies again? He has. <laughs> like, he's the zombie. He's, so, he is the yeah. zombie. I don't know why. I'm just trying to get to the house. Stop shooting me with these. Would you leave me alone with your God, things? It's not as... I'm not a zombie. I'm Pat Robertson. I love, too, that he's talking about, like...
4: Like how they're trying to take over. And it's like most of the manufacturing isn't done here anymore, dummy. That's number one. But number right. two, like the worst places in the world, some of the worst, most awful climates and climate places that are belching the most filth into the air at this point are the places where the manufacturing is. Like right. China and India. They're, they're, I mean, look out the window in Beijing. If you can scrape the gudge off the window to even look out, you get four feet of visibility. Yeah, you know, no kidding. the idea that 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 somehow, uh, you know, this is not doing anything to the to the to the Earth is a silly idea. You know, I mean, you know, there's so many people out there who say like, how arrogant of us to think that we could change the Earth, and it's like, well, there's a lot of us. I mean, there's, I mean, I can't change the Earth personally, but right. there's a whole lot of us, man. There's a whole 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 lot of us. There's a there's a huge scientific consensus, and some of the most depressing news that I've read, and this was from a Pew study that they found. Several people that believed in climate change a couple years ago have left the – they've they've started to not believe in it um, because there's been so much anti-backlash from it that we've – there's actually been percentage points lost on people who now do not believe in it and did before. So they were up to like 74 percent believed in it. Now it's down to like 68 or something. So Ugh. you're losing people um, who just don't believe that it's true. And uh, and people like this propagate the myth that, you know, like that weather is climate.
2: Right. And that's I think that's an important distinction that people just don't they just don't understand. They're like, I mean, someone that I know that is very close to me said the exact same thing the other day, like in a phone conversation. And I was just like, wow, what? No, I hear it all the time. Yeah, I, I can't like and it was a joke. It was like, well so much for global warming, ha, (laughs) ha, 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 ha. And I was like, no, no, stop saying these things. Like every, every time you say this stuff, it matters. Like it matters a lot because it's like, people will start to take that shit seriously and they'll start to like internalize that nonsense. And then we'll just get further and further away from solutions. And we've talked about this. Like what's the downside? There isn't one of, 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 of revising our lives in a way that, that is, Uh, Pro climate Like what's the downside In turning off lights I mean like the little things Right The the little
4: things don't matter You know what I mean? The little things don't matter. The big things do matter. But, you know, here's a downside, Tom, and I'm going to tell you what the downside is. The people that can make the change, they don't want to lose the profit. That's the fucking downside. I mean, that's it's it's real simple to follow. You just follow the profit system. You follow what these people are doing. And you say, like, I mean, I, I learned about fracking recently. I learned from a guy who's an actual geologist, right? So a geologist spoke, and I watched him talk about fracking. And it was a very fast talk. Um, it was, you know, it was over within 15 minutes, but I learned so much about fracking. And one of the major things that they're worried about is that the, the, the fracking gas that comes out, it's not that, you know, they're fucking shooting chemicals into the ground, and they're fucking things up and there's carcinogens in there and all that stuff that people are worried about on the ground. The major thing is, is that they're losing gas to the atmosphere, which is a huge bump to our carbon emissions, right? It's not a it's a methane that comes out of the ground the natural gas that comes out of the ground. Well, that gas goes into the into the into the atmosphere and it, it's a it's a greenhouse gas and they're losing a ton of it because they just don't have good enough ways in which to catch it. That's it's, it's that's just one way in which you could look at, you know, the profit system that's you know tearing up big parts of the country with the fracking just to just to and it's releasing sh- all this stuff because they don't need to catch it all
2: yeah but cecil we can do without air yeah no right? kidding right like we yeah can just not air sure anymore. yeah you can just
4: yeah just Stop. dig a hole and put your face in it <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we're going to take a break and give you some new information on how to find us uh, how to find our patreon link how to donate through patreon so take a listen to this break for a change
0: If you would like to contact the show, visit the website dissonancepod.com for the links to the Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus, and email accounts. You can also call and leave a message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Did you know that you can become a patron of the show? Go to patreon.com. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash dissonancepod and you can donate to the production of Cognitive Dissonance on a per-episode basis. If you don't want to donate money, please take a moment to give us a good review on iTunes or Stitcher, or tell a like-minded friend about the show. So to everyone who supports the show, glory hole, you fucking rock.
2: So this next story comes from jpost.com. Denmark outlaws Jewish and Muslim ritual slaughter as of next week. Animal rights come before religion, states agriculture and food minister says. Um, Move is an attack on Jewish religious practice, says predictable Jewish (laughs) outrage. (laughs) So right now, when when animals are slaughtered uh, for meat and what have you, um, the rule is that the animal should be stunned uh, before its throat is cut. So. You gotta. You, you, that's that's what they want to do, and and I guess that is uh, somehow antithetical to being Jewish uh, or Muslim. So if you're Jewish or Muslim, you don't want to stun the animal. So it matters for some reason, even though the practice of stunning and then slitting throats was never a part of you know their thirty five hundred year old fucking ghost story. Yeah. So like this was made. This was created. You know, thousands, millennia after, um, but somehow that's verboten. So what they want to do is they want to slit the throat of the animal and then stun it. So that that's sort of like saying like you were going to have heart surgery. Oh, okay. So how's that work? Well, we're going to knock you out and then we're going to cut open your chest. Okay, but you're, you're going to knock me out first, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, or we're going to have fucking Jewish heart surgery. <laughs> 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 Yeah, how does that work? Well, what we're going to do is cut open your chest, wait, fuck it, and then knock you out. No, you have this backwards. (laughs) You ever seen
4: those billboards that are like abortion stops a a beating heart? You're like Jewish heart surgery (laughs) stops a beating heart. (laughs) Uh, You know, there's going to be some people I think that argue with this um, and say regardless of how you kill the animal – it's still pretty cruel to be killing animals. So I think moral, the moral, the person who's a moral vegetarian, I think, is not going to be on the side of either of these people. Right. To of say course. whether you're yeah. stemming them, it doesn't matter whether you're doing. I'm not a moral vegetarian. I'm a person who eats a lot of meat. So I'm not on that side of the fence, but I can understand their argument, right? I understand where they come from. So we're certainly not going to be arguing from that point of view. Um, but I also think, you know, I think that there is something to be said about. Uh, I mean I just think meat that is that is properly like made and properly slaughtered is going to be better. It's just going to be a better meat product than the the meat that's like fucking all worried and fucking full of adrenaline and weirdness and it's like bouncing all over. And, <laughs> right. I mean, you know, and and really you're you are killing these you're mass killing these animals. You know, um the idea that, you know, you're not going to do this in the in the most humane way possible. And I understand that, you know, and I know we're going to get some fucking weird emails from people. I know you can already like, sense it. Like as soon as I be be like, posted this story, I was like, seen oh, this? yeah, I've seen animals be slaughtered before. I have killed animals before myself. So I have seen them be. So don't send us your links with that stuff because you're not going to shock me. You're right. not. I mean, I'm right. not going to be shocked. By right. It. I don't care. Um, But the, the fact is, is that, you know, if you can try to be as humane as possible about it then, you know, do it, you know, do it again. What's the harm? And the fact is the fact that you're, you know, hiding behind your beliefs to keep this cruel practice in place is, you know, I mean, this is another step back. And and we've got it. We've got to start eliminating these steps back. You know, maybe down the road, maybe, you know, 40 years from now, Tom, there could be a moment where people go, yeah, why are we killing animals again? And that and that could be totally a valid question. And it could totally like the entire concept. I think that's probably going to be one of the major things that starts changing on our in our culture, because I think, you know, we're talking about greenhouse gases earlier. Some of the most major greenhouse gases come from animal production. You know, I mean, animal, the production of of meat for humans is a huge greenhouse contributor. So if we could start getting rid of the entire factory farming place that, you know, this 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 this. In giant industrial complex that dominates the industry, you know maybe things start changing, and uh, so maybe you know like I, like we were talking to Tom earlier, maybe forty years in the future, this conversation wouldn't even you know you won't even have this conversation about killing meat regularly, how we would by stunning.
2: Yeah, well, you know we and you and I have had had conversations about this before that you know it's 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 not easy to justify a lot environmentally speaking it's not easy to justify um or maybe even possible to justify the 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 factory farming um you know system for right. for making meat foods um you know really the, the justifications are i like meat it tastes good right and that is yeah. not like a rational justification no. for things um but that's not really what what we're arguing here with this story like the story is about um you know whether or not a religious belief entitles you to demand more suffering. That's the way that I read this story. Right. Absolutely. That's a great way to put it. It's, it's like, I believe I have a religious conviction. And so I demand more suffering. And it's like, well, we have a method that's less suffering. No, fuck that more suffering. Just don't eat the meat. Just don't eat the meat. Like that seems to me like the solution, right? So it's selfish. And I recognize Like, I will just fucking recognize that I am being a selfish person by eating foods, meat foods, particularly that are produced through the modern factory farming system. I recognize that's an inherently selfish thing to do, but it is vastly more selfish on top of that to say, I want to eat the meat. And I demand that the animals suffer more for
1: it. Allah, Akbar, Akbar, Allah, Akbar, Allah, Akbar, Akbar
2: just a little Allah. Thank you, Chicago. So this story comes from the BBC News Africa. Nothing ever comes good from the BBC News Africa desk. Oh, man. Have you noticed that? It's never like, oh, BBC News Africa, all is well. BBC News Africa, look at these kittens. Right. (laughs) It's never that. No. Yeah. Oh, look, it's it's a hot air balloon race and, you know, a, a fun fair or something. No, instead it's Sudan court convicts Ethiopian woman over gang rape. An Ethiopian woman who says she was gang-raped in Sudan has been convicted of indecent acts. The woman was three months pregnant and 18 years old at the time that she was videotaped being gang-raped. Good Lord. It is All of the worst things added to the next worst things. She got a 1 month jail term. It was suspended because she was pregnant, but she was also fined 5,000 Sudanese pounds, which is $880 American. I have no idea how much money it's reasonable for someone in Sudan to make. I'm guessing that's a lot of money. Um, yeah, I mean,
4: that's a that's a sizable fine. I mean, you know, people that have uh drunk, been like driving drunk and killed people have probably been fined about that in the United States, so Right. You know, and, and Yeah, if you're in Florida, you can just
2: shoot someone, I think, for that fine. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think that's like the blood yeah. money that you have yeah. to pay <laughs> to get out of that.
4: Hey, why not entwine horrible stories? There Here you go. Yeah.
2: Just mix them all up. Just throw yeah. all the fucking fury and anger into one great big bucket of, oh, <laughs> and pull out like a, it's like the worst lottery numbers ever. Like, it's Hold like. On.
4: Hold on now, uh, spell uh because that's going to be the name of the show, Bucket. Of, <laughs> how would you spell that, Tom?
2: Uh, that's going to be uh U-U-G-H-U-H.
4: That's pretty good, I like that, yeah, U-U-G-H-U-H.
2: Right. Okay, that's right. what it's, all right, yeah. excellent. I like it. Um she almost now cecil she got off easy because oh, she geez. could have also yeah, got faced off easy oh, Holy God, shit. Fuck. I did not intend that because yeah. um, she she also faced charges of adultery and prostitution um and that could oh, have led to a death God. penalty by stoning because evidently it's still the past in Sudan God um but Lord. these charges were dropped after she convinced the court that she was divorced, so had she had the unmitigated temerity. To be uh, gang raped on video
0: while wow. she were married.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, that would have been a death sentence for her. But thankfully, what? she had been divorced. And so nobody will hurl rocks at her. And, you know, the reason why we're talking about this, time, I'm going to read the last sentence of this
4: story. Sudanese law is based on Sharia. That's it. Right. And it so. says women have been punished for wearing trousers and not covering their hair. But Sudanese law is based on Sharia law. This is a Muslim law. What kind of backwards fucking bullshit are you pulling here? You know, we talk about this every time we come across a story where a woman is raped and she's punished for it. What the fuck did she do? What did she do? She did a nothing. She existed. You are punishing women for being fucking there. You're punishing. I mean, you might as well just, you know, every time you come across a woman, you should just stone her. Then if you hate women that much, you should just kill them all. What the fuck is wrong with your culture? I mean, clearly what they want is they want to lock women up in a tiny little room and basically defile them. That's what they want to do. They don't want it because clearly when you leave the house, you have a chance of being stoned to death.
2: You know, the obvious implication of these of laws like this is so that women don't report being raped. Right. Right. It's so that it's so that men can go around and rape people um, and have no fear of retribution. Now, in this case the men The men did receive punishment they are they're getting lashed, oh. you know, I think like a hundred lashes or yeah um and two well, wait, three because there was a fucking shit ton of them it 's fucking a horror show, yeah, so sure, yeah, three of them were each set into a hundred lashes um for adultery, incidentally, not rape, um, while two got forty lashes for distributing the indecent material um so they're getting whipped, and don 't get me wrong, like I think. Probably getting 40 lashes is, I mean, it's torture, it's barbarism. A hundred lashes, maybe a death sentence, I don't know. But again, it's torturous barbarism. Um, But it's not being stoned to death for being the victim of a fucking crime. You know, imagine if you put, imagine if you had a law where it's like, if somebody steals your wallet, uh, you know, the government hits you with a semi-truck. Like, (laughs) it's just... It just doesn't like make it, any it teleports sense.
4: Teleports you into the world of like maximum overdrive. Right. It's like as soon as you get your wallet stolen, you know it's like if a somebody big truck with a fucking gremlin face hits you, ah,
2: and kills poof. you. Just like it, like somebody like shoots you out of a huge slingshot. If somebody right. like robs right. your house, <laughs> like the, you, you get have to like be the first unmet,
4: like you're the first like like satellite, like your human satellite in orbit. Right. They just shoot you into orbit or something. Yeah.
2: You know, and then somebody steals your wallet. Would you tell anybody? Right. No, there's no. No. Nobody reason. would there's no tell me. No Be like, somebody stole my wallet. Shut up. Shut up. No, they didn't. You've always had a wallet. Here's my wallet. Take my wallet. Shut up. You know. You would never. And that's that's the point of these laws. The point of these laws is to build a system where women are powerless subservient and disenfranchised.
4: Well, it's even worse than that. It's like, if you get your wallet stolen, you get punched in the face. But if you get your purse stolen, you get your head chopped off. That's
2: more accurate.
4: You know? It's yes. like, I mean, seriously, fucking, what the fuck is wrong with your culture? Fix that shit, man. That's a fucking, that is a human rights violation that that people all over the world should be uproared about.
3: Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar Allah.
2: oh
4: it's it worse Tom oh, you know God. I say it gets better I don't know that it gets better it's
2: not better at all um so I vetted this story as well as was possible I found it in four or five different places um this is from opposingviews.com Syrian girl stoned to death for opening a Facebook account because fuck A young girl in Raqqa, Syria, I probably horribly mispronounced that, was stoned to death for committing a crime under Sharia law. Um, The crime was to have opened a Facebook account. Um, Evidently opening a Facebook account is indecent or immoral behavior. And so um, the Islamic State of Iraq and Syria, or ISIS, an Al-Qaeda group present in Iraq and Syria, um, decided that the girl should be stoned to death. And they fucking stoned her. I don't know what else to say next. Like, they fucking threw rocks. Like, human beings buried another human being in the ground, halfway in the ground, tied her hands, and fucking threw rocks at her until she died. That is a thing that just happened in 2014. I want to
4: call, you know, like, when you think about what goes into a stoning, you want to be like, these people sound like chimps. They sound- but it's like, even chimps are more civilized than this. Like, you just you see somebody, you think about what they have to do. The, the motions you have to go through, the stuff you just described to actually stone another human being to death. And you think, well, goddamn, you know, we are the most uncivilized thing on this planet. Ugh. And we're the ones who created what we call
2: civilization. Right. Right. You know, you know, doesn't it occur to you that, like, somebody has to, like, somebody has to knock on your door and say, like, oh, hey, uh, come on out. We're going to throw rocks now. What? Well, yeah, somebody opened a Facebook account. So we got to fucking, we got to stone that person to death. Like, And and people show up. People show up to throw the rocks. People are obviously, I mean, like, it, like, there should not be a culture where anybody attends that event. Like, there should not be a culture where anybody's willing, and I know it sounds so cliche to say it, but nobody should be willing to pick up the rocks. Right. Like, everybody right. should be. Like, fuck that noise. Like, I'm not picking up a rock and throwing it at another human being to kill them. Like, that's, like, this shit is fucking out of control. It's crazy. As, the, the, the
4: problem, Tom, is that, is that people fucking, you know, they're, too, they're probably, there's probably plenty of people there that don't want to do it. There's probably, right. I would say a lot of people there don't want to do it. But if you don't pick up the rock, then you're just as, as, uh, as culpable in this, you know, you're just, you are to blame as well you are someone who are they going to they're going to look at and say you are the other now i just i just you know how many t- i don't know if you've seen this on on the internet i'm sure you've seen it about a million times when you watch like the fights that are being taped on the internet when somebody like on the side sort of gets involved in the fight peripherally when they're trying to like break it up or things like that then suddenly they're the object of someone else's fury and it's the same right. thing here. Imagine if you, you you come out there and you stand in front of this girl and say, No, she just created a Facebook account. They're like, Kill him. He created a Twitter account. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like right. they'll immediately stone you. What so do they do if not, you create a Google Plus account? Oh my gosh. Good Lord. They just lop your head off. I mean, they probably would not know what it is, yeah, though. So. It's a Google minus account, then, once they lop your head there off. There we go. So, yeah. <laughs> No, but but, you know, nobody's going to stand in front of that girl. Nobody. I mean, clearly, if they are willing to kill someone, literally take the life of another human being because they created a fucking Facebook
2: account, you're not going to be able to stand in front of them and reason with that group. That's true. Yeah. I mean, what? Because reason doesn't I mean, obviously, reason is not a part of this process. Right. When you have when you have laws that are based on a religious text then you've, you've basically ceded, you ceded control of your legal system from reason to superstition. That's what you've done. And now that, that, that system, because it no longer relies on reason, reason can't be used to uh, mitigate its effects. It can't be used to uh, moderate it. And so it can be abused. And that's what this is. Like, this is an abuse. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously an abuse. And somebody posted on our, when I posted the story, you know, somebody came back and was like, ah, you know, I wish that people didn't misrepresent my religion of Islam like this. You know, this isn't true Islam. And I think you posted back, like, see yeah. no true Scotsman. Right, right. Um, And and you hear that all the time. Like, critics of people like us who are critical of this. So critics of critics. Um frequently we'll point out like oh well, you know there's a you know three billion Muslims in the world, and most of them are you know fun loving peaceful you know wonderful human beings and i 'm sure that that is the case. I am fucking sure that that 's the case, but it doesn't mean that this shit didn't happen, and it didn't happen uh you know by some crazy dude we don 't cover the crazy dude did a crazy thing story usually we cover the you know here 's what the courts said, yeah. Here's what your laws are based on, stories. Yeah,
4: and I, you know, there was somebody, again, on that uh, secular.fm 24-hour podcast-a-thon they just did, was talking about uh, Sam Harris, and I guess Sam Harris has written somewhere like, you know, we would be saying the same thing about Christianity, because they did just the same kind of crazy shit, but it has gone, Christianity has undergone the hammer blows of civilization for many, many years, and the hammer blows of reformation. Right. And I feel like, you know, we are starting to come, I think... To the point where people like that that tweet at me and say this isn't what true Muslims do. You need to take it up and be like we need a reformation then. We need to basically say you people are crazy. We are not with you. You are fucking nutters. Enjoy being nutters by yourself. Exactly. I'm not going to – you don't get to come here. You don't get to play. You don't get to make my laws. You don't get to stone people for making fucking accounts on an internet. You don't get to you know, sentence women to, uh, to punishment after they've been raped. None of that shit flies here anymore. Sorry, but you know what? It's all done. That fucking old boys club that you've had for centuries is over now. We are doing something different. We are actually an inclusive religion. Then you know what? Suddenly this sto- these stories just go away. Now you just deal with you know the people who want to keep um, the Muslim creation myth in schools. That's the worst thing you're talking about.
2: Allahu Akbar. I love this story. We covered a a variant of this story a while back. This is from the Daily Mail. Muslim leaders issue a fatwa against anyone living on Mars as there is no religious reason... To be there now. We covered this originally when they issued a fatwa saying you couldn't go to Mars. Now they're right. saying that you can't live on Mars um, because living on Mars. I love the fucking reasoning. Living know, on Mars dude. is so dangerous that it's tantamount to suicide. That's awesome, says a Muslim leader.
4: Well, yeah, which you know there are some Muslims. I'm not saying mm-hmm. all Muslims. But there are few. Yeah, that right. blow see Where you're going.
2: Up. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, get all the (laughs) way. Let's go all the way there. They
4: explode to satanate themselves (laughs) in the name of their Muslimness. So you know those people, they somehow think that that's okay. But you know, science and you know leading the cause of science and going somewhere else to try to understand the universe is a bad thing. That's a weird. What a weird thing to say.
2: (laughs) Yeah, what? Where's the fatwa? Like why aren't why why aren't they issuing fatwas against uh, killing civilians, bombings, suicide bombings? Like if, you know, like if living on Mars is tantamount to suicide, isn't actual suicide tantamount to suicide? Like,
4: <laughs> like uh, are You'd we think just? It wouldn't take much of a pen stroke to make that. Possible? Hang on a minute,
2: let's do the quick math. Yeah, carry yeah. the four. Uh, fuck, yeah. what? But and then and then of course when we first covered this, because they said like, well the Muslims can't go to. Mars and like I was laughing because it's like well there's no fucking danger of any fucking Muslim country launching a rocket to right, anywhere right, right. you know but but this, but this story is saying like well you know there's going to be like an international uh, fucking camping trip to Mars and like we're you know people have applied from all over the world yeah. Um, because of course there's scientists and scholars that live in the Muslim world there's plenty of scientists and scholars that are Muslim um, that, that don't live in the Muslim world that live in the western world um, and people have applied to go to Mars. It's a one way trip. They're going to send uh, like vehicles and robots and shit there first to basically do some building ahead of time so that when the Mars explorers and I can't even believe I'm saying this when the Mars explorers show up. There's an awesome place for them to live and by Isn't awesome that I mean the coolest shit ever. I, I, it's so fucking amazeballs, balls I don't even know how it's to say it. Look
4: at the best thing ever. Just like, I'm gonna send a goddamn robot somewhere else to fucking
2: terraform a tiny part of this planet. Right.
4: <laughs> so you can live on it.
2: Oh my god. I wish I were a younger, more single man because I think I would be <laughs> Like if I were just I wish a, I
4: were a more fit, man, you know,
2: like I think I think I mean, and I didn't have an English degree because nobody's going to take that. Yeah, guy, right. But They're like, yeah, send an English. No, no, it doesn't like, have a job. to What's it going to do? Fucking read a book up in Mars. Like We fuck don't have that a guy. McDonald's up here. Right. <laughs> but I mean, seriously, like like I would go. I like if I like if I were still 20 yeah. and this was a thing, I would I think I would consider changing my life to go right and right. die on Mars because yeah, fucking be mars man be amazing man it'd be amazing
4: and you'd be a pioneer and the stuff that they're doing is just outstanding and when i saw the time frame because i <laughs> most of the time i see the time frames for these things tom and i think oh well i'm gonna be dead by then when they're like when they're talking past 2050 i'm just like uh i might be i'm probably gonna be dead and you know maybe the fucking civilization is dead at the fucking rate we're going for some of this stuff you know but when it comes down to like 2025 i'm like well that's a Thing I'm going to see. Right? That's pretty fucking cool, man. I can't wait to see, like, images when you have a fucking guy walking around with a video camera up there taking fucking pictures of Mars landscapes and walking. Up. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be amazing. Because right now you get some, you know, still shots of right. Curiosity. And that's cool. But it's certainly not to the extent that, you know, I want to see. And I certainly want to see the giant face up there. I mean, I've been waiting to see that since, like, 77.
2: <laughs> yeah, and the canals, like the canals, the canals? of Mars, right? Canale. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's a canale.
4: <laughs> it's a canale. They're delicious. You the dip them in pistachios. Cannoles of Mars. They're, love they're awesome.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's amazing they keep them refrigerated. Yeah. <laughs>
4: well, it's a cold up there. It's yeah, it's oh, yeah. Well, at the
2: top and bottom where yeah. it's all. Looks like ice, but not probably ice. It's fucking awesome. It's fucking awesome. And I love that, like, the religious zealots are like, don't go. And it's like, yeah, okay. So, what's going to happen in the future is we'll basically ruin Earth, leave the religious zealots here. And blast all the thinking peoples to Mars. Like, that's like, (laughs) that was like kind of it. The long term solution, it's like, well, well, you can fucking have it. You can fucking behead each other and throw rocks at each other and do whatever fucking crazy, kooky, backwards chimpanzee stomping bullshit you want to do. The rest of us will launch rockets to other planets. We're going to be somewhere else. Yeah, for sure. This story is from CNN. Also, everywhere else fucking everywhere cuz it's awesome. We got it we got it from a ton of people. A ton of people sent it to us. Absolutely. It's it I mean it's just it's every bit what you think. Reality show snake handling preacher dies of snake bite. Jamie Coots. The motherfucker's name is Coots. His name is Coots. Cecil. Like his, I mean, everything about this story is oh, like man. stereotype, type yeah, stereo. I mean, you know Seriously, what I mean? like, if, it was,
4: if it was Billy Bob Coots, it could be a little <laughs> more perfect. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean,
2: like if he was It like, may be his middle name. We have no idea. Jamie Billy Bob Coots. Maybe that's his middle name. It's entirely, entirely possible. So this fucking idiot, you know, this is one of those like snake handling dipshits. So snake handling's illegal, but whatever, they still do it. It's illegal, but there's still a reality show where they do it. And then yeah, I never understood it's like that moonshiner yeah, show. No, that's that's cuz it's I well at first scripted. I thought well that's cuz it's all faked and scripted but it's like oh well maybe not. Yeah, cuz he fucking got bit by a snake. Now this idiot had been bitten by a snake before and he lost a finger to it. What the
4: how the fuck do you did? Like what the fuck?
2: Yeah. So like dude got bit by a snake and then that's bad for you. If there's not a disincentive to stop
4: <laughs> doing what you're doing, then losing body parts there is no saving you. Right?
2: Right, it's it. Well, it's it's why like like what I tweeted this, I was like, inevitable occurrence occurs inevitably. Like, right, right. How is this not going to happen? You know, you're you're dancing around with poisonous snakes. Are you fucking kidding me? It's like elephant beater trampled by elephants. <laughs> <like>, okay, well, <laughs> we're gonna chalk that one up to stupidity and move the fuck on. You know, Cecil. I, I know I've talked about this in the past, but like one of my favorite like. Uh, 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 shows like Guilty Pleasure shows on Animal Planet is this show called Fatal Attractions. And it's because these fucking goobers get wild animals and they keep them as pets, right? <laughs> and I know we've talked about this, but I fucking love it because it's like the same thing. And it's like somebody gets like a lion and they're like, oh. yeah, I got a pet lion. And then they show the lion when it, they like, show like home video and the lion's like a little oh, baby no. lion and it's super cute. And they're like like roughhousing with this baby lion and you cannot help but be like, oh man, I want to pet that Baby lion, and sure. then like fast forward to like nine months later, and the lion like weighs like 350 pounds and it's made out of like steel and anger and sharp things. <laughs> and it, like, and the people are like, Oh, I got a fucking, I'm not sure what to do with the lion. And then they're they, like,
4: they're, they're filming them, and they have their back against the basement door, and it's right? like pushing it's in. You know, it's like, I don't know what to do with this lion. <laughs>
2: And then, like later on, it's just like a voiceover, and it's like, and he was eaten by and a he's lion. He's
4: dead. He's dead
2: now. And it, or it's like it's like and those fucking... the sad violin music, right? And it's like, oh, what dead. got him? Was it pneumonia? <laughs> no, it was lions.
4: Certainly wasn't malpractice, right? right. The vaccines killed him. Is what that's happened. what happened? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Too much apple cider vinegar. That was the oh, problem. Man, that'll
4: that'll put you right out. Yeah, just rub a little dirt on
2: that lion oh, God. wound. It's like when yeah. those fucking uh, uh, Siegfried and Roy, when they're like, hey, <laughs> you know, we got a tiger. And then at one point, the tiger was like, wait a minute. Hang on, guys. Hang on. Wait. Watch this magic trick. It's called I'm a fucking tiger. That's how the, ma- <laughs> the tiger turns. To the other tiger's like, I think that guy's made of meat. Hold on a second. <laughs> Let me check my
4: me hypothesis. Check. The tiger's <laughs> are like a lab coat. And it's got a clipboard. <laughs> He just says meat or no meat and then check the meat box. He's got he's got like a big
2: dry erase marker in his cage. And he's got a complex series of equations, and he just says equals meat and you just see it, like the sign goes off above his head. He's got a he's got
4: a complex PowerPoint with animations. He's, let me explain to you, fellow tigers. Gentlemen, I would like to explain my hypothesis
2: that Roy here is made of meats. Gentlemen, there's like a, there's like a whole like international symposium of tigers sitting and like, listening to the presentation. This could how we think about Siegfried and Roy. It's uh, like the awesome. TED Talks of tiger <laughs> eating <beer. laughs>
4: No, they'd be Tony the Tiger Talks, I think. I don't think they'd be the TED Talks.
2: Gentlemen, I propose we eat the magicians. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's the same thing with this dipshit with those snakes. You're just like, oh great. And you know, one of the things that that strikes me is if I were a member of this congregation that really believed that God will allow you to like fucking withstand poisons, wouldn't that just be like perfect evidence to be like, fuck this? I'm checking out. Where's the punch card? I'm just going to fuck. I'm leaving. This is not a thing I want to do anymore. I'm not going to come to a church that's littered with snakes. I know.
2: (laughs) Yeah. The first time, and there has to be a first time where they hand you the snake and they're like, okay, get dancing. (laughs) And go. Yeah. You're like, wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute. Is this like, is this like a. Like a training snake? Like, do they have? Do they yeah, have, they have got, training snakes? Yeah. Like, garter from snakes from India. To start ones, with.
4: Did you ever see the guys? Those guys that do the fucking oboe thing, where they make the snakes move oh, yeah, yeah, around? Yeah, stuff? yeah, You know, they play. They pull the fangs out. Of a lot of those guys. Well, it's
2: not surprising. Otherwise, right. you're gonna get bit in, right. in the you're face gonna by, by a snake. cobra. By right. a
4: cobra, which probably can't. You know, I mean, let's be honest. It's probably not going to do very good for you. I mean, it's certainly not as bad as getting your MMR vaccine, but it's pretty right, bad. But it's still bad. Yeah, it's still bad. It's not
2: Jenny McCarthy bad, but it's no. still <laughs> it's, it's still bad. It's Siegfried and Roy bad. <laughs> not- <laughs> and you know, people are still going to dance with these snakes oh, God. because the reason he died, right, isn't because he got bit by no, poison you're right. a poisonous
4: snake. Yep, you're right. You're he right. He didn't
2: die from an abundance of poison. No, he died from a faith. lack of faith. Yep, that's what that's what they're going to think. Like. Either that or God was on the pisser. You know what I mean? Like, oh, man. Did I told I, him not to touch the snake while I was in the bathroom. Like, like hillbilly God looks up like, Coots, when did you get? It? Oh, man. I, oh, you know, that's my Sorry. bad. That I was, had
4: lentils and they I, just was, go right through. Boom. Me.
2: I'll tell you, I got irritable bowel after all. I don't know. Have I just you met know.
4: Siegfried and Roy? <laughs> <laughs>
2: It would be awesome if, like, there were other, like, pastors or, like, other things. Instead of, like, snakes, they're just like, we're going to shoot live fireworks into our faces. (laughs) Like, other shit. I'm going to swallow this mortar shell. (laughs) (laughs) Just, like, doing, like, more and more unbelievably, extremely dangerous, like, crazy shit. Like, well, welcome to the Russian Roulette Church. (laughs) Like, fuck, what? (laughs) you want answers I think I'm entitled you want answers I want the truth you can't handle the truth this story comes from the telegraph uh catholic school speakers tape pupils together to teach chastity because nothing works for teaching teenagers how to not have sex than by taping them together it's like well I'm just go camping put them in the same sleeping bag see if that works <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> that's not that's not how that works. Anyway, this uh Catholic group uh cel- cello-taped, I don't know what that is. That's like a British duct tape, I'm going to guess. That is.
4: I am thinking I'm thinking it's the cellophane, the tape, the sort of tape that's like ri- that pat to packing boxes. That's what I'm thinking it is.
2: I don't oh, know what or not, yeah. But
4: I think it's like the packing tape.
2: Right. Well, they 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 basically like taped people together. They like taped like a girl to like three boys because you know, the internet and uh, they they take the <laughs> girl to three boys. <laughs> and then they tore the tape off, which could not have been comfortable. And then the tape was like gross with like skin cells and fucking right. hair. And sure, then they were yeah. like, look, the tape doesn't work anymore. So chastity. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think if you're going to hire these
4: people to cover your your sex ed portion I think you get what you pay for because we're basically treating sex ed like a ShamWow commercial. And you're just like, okay, well, you get what you pay for. You know what I mean? You're going to love my nuts. You're You're going to love love my my nuts nuts is what I'm saying.
2: And I love that. I love that. uh, The idea is that like you've been ruined by sex. Like that. That's what they're that's what they're selling here. Like, right. Is it like, yeah, well, you've been fucking (laughs) ruined by having sex. Like, well, that's actually not how vaginas work. Yeah. So I mean because you can totally just have more sex with them. Like it's not like you had yeah. sex. It, you it, just keep on having the sex. Right, you know, it's not like it's not like you get to have sex. because if that if the analogy held, then a vagina would only be good three times. Right? Yeah. Because because if it's like the cello tape, the it's cello like tape doesn't like
4: a does genie lamp. <laughs>
2: right? Like it's just like you rub the vagina to get three wishes, and it's yeah, always right, the same wish because right. you're like, Well, I am rubbing a vagina. It's <laughs> like to bang this, right? Thing. <laughs> but like, if the cello tape, if it's like, Okay, so after three uses, it's ruined, right? It's right, not sticky right. anymore. And you're like, Okay, well, so you're good for three pops, and that's it. Yeah, like, that's it. Move on. I mean, wouldn't that encourage more promiscuity for dudes? Be like, mm, I mean, I, I don't want a long term girlfriend. Like, what good is that? Like, sexually, that's a bad deal. Right, because oh. after I've been there once, I don't want to go back there again if it's filled with
4: hair and skin Dead cells. Dead skin you know cells. I mean?
1: like,
4: okay. like, I don't want to go back there again. I like, too, that they say the pupil also claimed that uh, speakers casually equated serial killers with watching pornography. And I was thinking, well, I don't think it's serial killers. I think it's more like mass murderers. <laughs> but, yeah, I think yeah, you're right.
2: right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, because because uh, pornography. A lot of those guys. You know, this is a little known fact. That's not true. Is like a lot of those guys just they, after the shoot is over, they just fucking kill them. They're disposable. Well, yeah, and then they film that. Yeah, they film that yeah. too. That's the second so. part. That's yeah, a snuff no, yeah, portion. that's on
4: that's on the hidden portion. Yeah.
2: If you buy the DVD, I mean, yeah. who buys the who DVD? who buys the... a porn DVD at this point? <laughs> I can't even understand. Like it's just it's just like old people. Like that's I the think only thing the I Over the road imagine. truck drivers, maybe. <laughs> I don't even know. At this I can't point. even imagine. Like with cell phone, it's like, why would you do that? Like, yeah, fucking, I guess you're
4: right. Yeah, you cell phones now. Your phone's you a fucking hotspot. Yeah. You know what your I mean?
2: F- hotspot. <laughs> but you know this. This does is probably good advice, Cecil, because it comes from uh, pure in heart, um, and that's the group. So if they're pure in heart then they've got to have your good interests in mind. Uh they're pure well,
4: they're, you know they and you're they're certainly going to be pure in vagina too. Right. Yeah. So not only is their heart pure, but the vagina is also pure.
2: Well, and hair free because you've ripped hair all free. the hair off of Absolutely. it with that tape. Absolutely. Yeah, cuz
4: so. cuz vagina's act like lint rollers. I don't so know if you do that. Yeah. <laughs> just like, you know, like when I get on my suit, you know, and there's like all that cat hair on it, I just rub a vagina on that's, it. That's I I'm keep fine. one at work
2: just in yeah. case. Just, yeah. you know,
4: cuz you know <laughs> if you're going like, to a meeting or something, one.
2: Yeah, you gotta it's have... It's like
4: a guy rubbing a fleshlight on right. his suit.
3: Hey guys, this is Seamus from Mountain, Texas. Uh, I just want to let you know, you guys, great podcast. But uh, other than uh, my family, I've met like three people here who are atheists. Just put, to put that in perspective, I live in an area where few million people live, I'm ju- I am live in Dallas. So yeah, just uh, keep up the good work. Oh, by the way, I don't know how you missed this in the last episode, but Bob Jones University, BJU, just let me know. Glory home, motherfuckers.
4: So we want to thank all the people who have uh, donated to the show. So we're going to read off your first names because uh, we certainly don't want to implicate anyone uh, as a fan of the show. I know that people don't want to be. uh, But also some people are still kind of, I think, uh, you know, they're not they're not uh, out atheists. So we want to make sure that we we don't uh, mention people's names if they don't if they don't want it mentioned. But we do want to we do want to tell people about the, the people that are contributing. So Randall. Taisha, I think that's how you say that. Yeah, why? Or, yeah, I think it's Taisha. Okay. Gene, Jennifer, Thomas, Michael, Tom, Lynn, Liam, Johan, Terry, Ian, Benjamin, William and David, thank you all very much for donating. You guys are awesome, super awesome human beings. So thank you again. And if you, if you want to donate, uh, you, can, you can find us at Patreon uh, forward slash dissonance pod. And you can donate uh, on a per podcast basis. And if you, if you don't want to donate, that's totally cool too. You know, One of the things that you can do to help support the show is to leave us uh, ratings on iTunes and Stitcher. Those are awesome ways to help support the show. So thank you anybody who listens, everybody who supports the show in any way they can. We want to mention we got two voicemails from Esme, and they were both long. And she was cutting out during the voicemails. And I want to mention too to anybody who sends a voicemail, um, a forty second voicemail is a thing of beauty. Esme tried to keep it short, and I I, I applaud her for it. But it's just too hard to play because the, the voicemail kept on bouncing in and out. And the 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 podcast that she was trying to plug that she's on, I she couldn't you couldn't hear her. But she did luckily send an email to our Facebook account, so I got the the link. So we're going to be putting the link of, for the podcast that Esme is on. Uh, she's a guest on the show. Uh, I listened to a, a little bit of this near the end. I listened to it, and uh, they talk over a clip, and it's very funny. So if you want to give it a shot, uh, it's it's on our website for this episode, episode 139, so you can find uh, Esme, the cognitive dissonance stalker, is on a podcast. But I wanted to mention to people who send us voicemails, a sweet spot voicemail Is something that you have sort of got down a little bit, that you've thought about a little bit, maybe even written down a little bit, and you burn through in about 40 seconds, and you speak nice and clear? Those are awesome voicemails to get, and we'll play those. And we got an actual uh, iTunes review this week that was like, hey, why don't you guys play those anymore? Because we haven't been getting ones that we can use uh, a bunch of people sent in some in the past where they're playing a recording of something in the background, and you can't even hear it. Like, you can barely hear what's happening. Uh, sometimes people will call in. We got one from uh, someone by the name of Meg about uh, a couple weeks ago, and it was about uh, vegetarianism. It seemed like it was a great voicemail, but it cut out right in the middle. She started speaking, it cuts out, and then it came right back on near the end. So clearly Google Voice fucked up there, but, uh, but sometimes we just don't get the full voicemail so if you don't hear your voicemail sometimes the voicemail gets a little fucked up um and sometimes we don't have time to play the voicemails that happens too but if you send us a voicemail and it's nice and short and you speak nice and clear chances are we're going to play it
2: yeah please don't be offended if you don't hear it there's usually a good reason a technical reason or something where it just doesn't fit in the show or it wouldn't be good to listen um so but we do we listen to everything you guys send yeah absolutely absolutely It's not being ignored. It just might not make it to the show.
4: Uh, We started the show out with a call to prayer from Kevin. We want to thank him for creating that. Uh, We got a message from – this is a message from the past to Daniel. We talked about this last week, but we wound up cutting the the voicemail – the email section last week because of my audio. But this – is a message as well from
2: Daniel. Tom, do you want to read it really quickly? Sure. Gentlemen, this email comes to you from September 26th, 2011. I'm currently listening to episode 14 of your podcast, and I'm pleased to report that you have not yet fucked it all up, and your show is still immensely Just wait, immensely bro. Just wait. Yeah, you got
4: years <laughs> yeah, dude. to be disappointed, yeah. my friend. Yeah, I, I can't wait till I get to like episode
2: 16. He's like, you guys suck. What the fuck? <laughs> what was I thinking? I have wasted my life. I do have to say that listening to you every single day for the last week has made me rather anxious about the 2012 <laughs> presidential election. In particular, this Rick Perry fellow. Keep up the good work. I look forward to someday catching up to you in the space-time continuum. I presume there are plenty of events in the future that piss us all off. Thanks for the free That's entertainment. That's great. I love That's that Rick great.
4: Rick Perry fellow. That's awesome. We got an email from JD, and JD sent this email, I'm going to read it really quickly. I think it's great. Uh, it just says, thank you. Being an asshole homo fag from Texas, I speak loudly, aggressively, and often about gay rights. Rhetoric and activism are normal parts of my life, and I'm constantly surrounded by support uh, and similar voices from my turd burglar friends and, luckily, my family. Then I hear the same arguments for gays to be treated equally that I hear all the time, but coming from y'all. And it literally says y'all.
2: <laughs> I know. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, I
4: thought it was great. And and frequently. And it means something different to hear it so vociferously from uh, from straight folk. And that's great. Thank you for the for the recognition. But really, you know, we as people who uh, don't think there's anything wrong with homosexuality need to be, be gay allies so we, because there's plenty of straight folk out there that has that see nothing wrong with it. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. They don't care what you do as an adult. Uh, with another adult. And we need to be straight out. Al- we need to be uh, straights need to be gay allies because you just do not have the numbers to make change because there's just not as many gay people in the in the United States and in the world. They just don't have the numbers. So they're going to need help from us. And if we're quiet, they're never going to know. People are never going to know that we all stand that. We stand. We all stand with them.
2: Oh, yeah. And and if you call yourself a humanist, like if you think of yourself as a humanist, that has to include equal rights for absolutely everybody. Yep. yep. I mean, it can't you can't have equal rights for some and still be a humanist.
4: We got an email from Steve and and besides missing last week that uh, Bob Jones University is BJU. That's we fucking awesome. That. Two people We totally that out. missed it. We yeah, missed several it. people actually. We got God tweets. We it. got Facebooks. We got, uh, we had a fucking voicemail message that pointed it out. God damn we it. We got a lot of people told us we missed that it was BJU. Yes, we missed that it was BJU. But Steve also sends in an interesting email about the body of Christ, Tom.
2: He says, hey, guys, love the show. I just want to clarify something. I think you may have misunderstood in the most recent podcast, the BJU body of Christ bullshit. In Christianese, the body of Christ refers to the collective number of Christians. There's verses to be ex- to that there's verses to expound on this in First Corinthians. Anyway, I think that BJU being concerned for this metaphysical bullshit is even more grotesque and offensive. They're concerned that the Christian title isn't besmirched. These are terrible fucking people who are trying to silence silence victims of a heinous and evil crime so that their ratings don't plummet. Total bullshit.
4: That's an interesting way to – I had never considered the body of Christ being a group of Christians. I just thought – you know, because I'm such a literal guy, just like body of Christ. Well, that's the fucking body of Christ because that's what you said it was. Right. (laughs) Yeah, so – so that's a great email. Thank you for sending it in because that's something I, you know, that's that's religious speak. I just don't know.
2: Yeah, I, I would have had no idea. Like, they're just I'm just not familiar with that world enough. So thank you.
4: We got an email from Kevin and I'm going to paraphrase Kevin's email. But basically, Kevin was saying that there is a turn the gay away story that we covered last week. And there's a guy by the name of Brian Kelsey that was part of that bill or sponsored that bill. And uh, Kevin sent a message to him, said, hey, you know, and he calls him a knuckle-dragging fuck shit, which I love. Which is great. That's a fucking great turn of phrase there. But it basically, you know, told him, hey, this is fucking bullshit. And this is exactly the sort of thing that should be happening. We are an information source to a lot of people about events that they may not hear about. But it shouldn't stop there. It shouldn't. This shouldn't be the end result that you just know that a thing happened. The end result should be some sort of way in which you can help affect change in some way. And sending your person that is in your state a letter is a great way to affect change because if you do it, somebody else may do it, someone else may do it, they have to pay attention to that. And as I recall, that dude pulled himself out of that bill, even though it was still going to continue on. He was basically like, my constituents have told me that I'm a dumb fuck.
2: Right, yeah. My constituents said, back the fuck off this shit. Right. If you're a constituent and you want someone to back the fuck off this shit, tell them to back the fuck off that shit. They, I mean, they, they sometimes will occasionally accidentally listen. So, Tom, I, this is going to
4: change, I think, how we do everything on this show. Um, we got an email from uh, Support, and Support sends us an email. I'm just going to read it really quick. That the title is, in all caps, Work with Us, Dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. So, they sent us an email, and it starts out very, I mean, in a great way. I think this is how you got to start most of your emails. Dear Dissonance.podcast, we received your res- your resume. I didn't even know we had a resume. I wasn't aware of it. I'm, yeah. I'm impressed. Somebody made a resume it, for us, but it, we've received your resume. The only position we currently have available is the financial agent position. That's awesome because I have no experience as a financial agent. I have no idea how that made it in our resume. I, I don't either. I'm not even sure That's what financial awesome. agent means. Yeah, you know, it means it means awesome because let me read more of this. guys gotcha. A job that you can do from home. No previous experience needed, low working hours, and you can work, and work is in all caps, but there's a zero in work instead of an O, uh full or part time. You can receive a salary of around ten thousand a month plus bonuses. If you're interested in hearing more, contact us. It has the date, and it says sincerely Olives. I love Argatech Olives. <laughs> so, Architect Olives, thank you so much for sending in an email. We really appreciate the, the thought. We're gonna definitely Check out that resume and see why it says we should be a financial agent.
2: Yeah, I, I will admit that I saw that, and it, it it says I can work from home with no experience, part time, and make ten thousand dollars a month plus bonuses. And I thought, but I still have to work. Yeah. Oh.
4: Yeah, you know, I'm kind of, I kind of got all my eggs in this podcasting yeah, basket. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really,
2: I got big things. I'm hoping for big things here, Cecil. Uh
4: sorry I'm not on the market right now yeah. I love that they intentionally like put in fucking stupid bad mistakes in here specifically so that you know the the people they sort of filter these emails so that they get responses and the responses that they get are from people who wouldn't notice those things right it's actually well, pretty brilliant scheme. I wonder what the scheme is here. I would imagine that the scheme is, and I don't know, but I'm, I'm thinking that the scheme is if we contacted this person and talked to them, they would say, yeah, you can totally make $10,000 a month from home, but you've got to set up your home office. You need to send us money in, in advance so that we can send you the materials you need to do this. Right. And then you yeah. would somehow get involved in a scheme in which you would give them money so you could get money. And then you would keep on giving them money because they're like, oh, well, it got lost or we need to do this other thing thing
2: yeah any job that you have to pay for before you yeah. start getting a check is not a unless thing. that is called college yeah <laughs> is not a true <laughs> right
4: and there's no guarantees from college right either, though, exactly We got an email from Galen and Galen sent us uh, a bunch of logos for uh, for cognitive dissonance. Galen, thank you very much. And to everybody who sends in like logos and uh, theme songs and things, we really appreciate them. Uh, The logos, though, we kind of already have a brand, so we can't really use these right now. But, you know, we'll keep them on file just in case we can use them. But we thank you for the time that you put into it. That's very nice of you to do.
2: Yeah, it's super nice. And we, we genuinely appreciate it just because we don't use it or don't change it. Um, doesn't mean that we're less appreciative of it. It's just that you know we don't want to change things up. We've got shirts and you know yeah yeah stuff like that. And people right.
4: recognize our right our, yeah. We actually got a comment recently. Somebody sent the scathing atheist a comment that was something like you know by the way reasonable doubts thinking atheist and uh, and cognitive dissonance all have a black silhouette of a, of a face. That is the sign of the popular atheist podcast. Get on it. It's, it's kind of like, true. It's sort of awesome. It's funny. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, when you're a humanist and you use a human for your logo, go figure, right? Right.
2: There you yeah. go. Wow. Uh,
4: <laughs> so uh, we wanted to mention a couple of, sh- a couple of different crossovers that we're going to be doing. Uh, Andy from Incredulous, Andy from the UK, contacted us, and he wants us to be on. We're going to be recording later this month with him. Uh, we hope we're going to set it up. So when that comes out, we'll let you know. But Incredulous is a great show. So if you haven't heard any of the Incredulous, we are on two of them. You can search our archives and find us in there. There's other great people that have been on that show. Geo's been on that show. Some folks from Skeptic's Guide to the Universe have been on that show. So check it out and take a listen. There's uh, also a crossover that we're going to be doing with uh, – with uh, the folks from Atheistically Speaking, they're going to be on our show. We hope next week we're going to try to hammer this out. This is uh, this is Thomas from Timeless in the Bible. His new show, Atheistically Speaking, with his co-host David. Uh, they're hopefully going to be on our show next week talking about a story and also doing an interview about their brand new podcast, Atheistically Speaking. So we'll hopefully have them on uh, to chatter along with us. Uh, but this is our first ever paid show, Tom, and I think it went okay was okay
2: i think it's i think it's as okay as any of the others yeah let's well, not yeah. let's not pretend that the paid shows are going to be better than the three yeah. <laughs> Like mean, let's yeah, not let's try to set a se- precedent here yeah Cecil. let's not
4: set up any unrealistic let's, expectations i mean because shit is just what
2: shit is yeah it's totally
4: right. but we want to we want to mm. thank everybody for listening and everybody for supporting us and we will talk to you next week but we're gonna leave you as always with the skeptics creed
2: credulity is not a virtue